0: Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Temperance Price, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40K's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan LaPlante and players Tom McGee as interrogator Nero Abagnale, Laura Elizabeth as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borovic as Sister Rodeanne Mina. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band arrived at the Citadel for the heist. Piper's disguise caused Gazi to question his faith in their abilities. Nero paraded Invictus around to distract the guests, and Seth realized that it was House Vance's new team member, Jacinta Skullshield, who attacked them at the hotel. How will the band slip away under the watchful cameras and eventual Jacinta out for blood? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy.
1: From one of the countless journals
2: of Fabius Bile. Entropy is the only true threat to my work. It is chaos at its purest, not those petty warp phenomena who claim the mantle of gods. There is no price too high to pay to remove entropy from this damned galaxy. (laughs) You all know
1: something of what Fabius is feeling because entropy is the thing that is currently messing with your plans right now. (laughs) Servo skulls have flown out and are circling each of the four of you, Nero, Seth, Mina, and Warden. And Piper, entropy's been affecting you for a while as you're covered in a giant flesh suit being powered by your own heart parked in a room where you can't move. But <sighs> hey, you got a little bit of that water left they tucked in your arm. Can That's you roll me nice. a d6? Four. You hang on to the water. It's still tucked in your arm. So you do have a little <laughs> bit of comfort in this dark time. <laughs> yes. If you'd rolled a one to three, it would have fallen out nice. of your arm. Um, but meanwhile, downstairs, Gazzy raises his hands as the servo skulls begin to circle you, blaring close-up images of every competitor along the walls. And he says,
2: If you check your data slates, you've got the players now. And go! Uh, and you
1: all hear a ding uh, for those of you for those of you who have data slates on you. Um, however, before the moment go is yelled, uh, Jacinta's team burst off of their podium and out the door behind their podium. Uh, you can see video of them sprinting away. Uh, whereas every other team is currently looking at the plans. However, they are shifting towards the doors, clearly beginning to move. What do you all want to do?
3: We don't need to look at the plans. We need to go. So Seth is good to leave. Seth is like, we we know where the vehicle is parked. We have to get there and make it look like we're all piling in to leave. And also have to figure out what we're going to do about these servitor skulls. So right now, to paint the
1: picture of the plan that you had before this started was, you have your two inquisitorial stormtroopers inside an alcove, like a, it's for lack of a better term, a coat room, but it is mm-hmm. a door ne- nearby the front entrance where you can go in, they can come out dressed as you, and you can change. Yeah, uh, There is a, a portable last cannon there waiting for <laughs> Mina due to some enthusiasm on Trungeon and Cranius' part. Uh, and Nero was going to stay and cause a scene. Yeah, You do have cameras now. But uh, Warden is legitimately going to go get in the vehicle. Yep. Yeah. So I guess the question is, Nero, what's your scene? And everybody else, what are you doing?
4: Or with the cameras in play, Nero, what's your move? I still have to get in the car um, initially and get kicked out of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was laying some groundwork for coming back and causing a scene, uh, which means I think I, I will also go. Also, there's an, there is a non-zero chance that I'll need to go with them now. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna follow Seth's lead. Um Ryan, uh, did anybody clean up that glass I shattered? No. Okay. Is Krunkus Marcus or Roberto Vance, Roberto Vance rather, anywhere near the broken glass that I dumped? That you dumped that from on top of the podium, right? I threw it, so that the goal was to throw it on a diagonal from the podium, like doing the Thor another smash. But like into the pit. Uh, Here's of, what I'm going to say, Tom. I'm going to yep. cost. I'm going to take a story point from you, and then I'm going to say yes. Okay. Then uh, I have a slightly different plan. Uh, I'm going to bumble into one of them and try and drive them back through the glass, McLean style. Because um, old Tommy wants a blood sample. Needs some blood. yeah. So oh. Seth
1: is. So Nero is currently knocking one of the heads of the houses after he gets down the podium into some glass. Are the rest of you heading for the front door, or what are you doing?
3: Seth is running for the front door. He's still gambling on the servitors. Well, can I roll to see what I know about servitors? Like, are they going to have, like... Like, I'll, Is it I, just a camera lens? Just I like- can
1: tell you what you know about servo skulls, yeah, okay. which I think is totally reasonable. Um, okay. Servo skulls essentially function as like floating drones with a camera in front of them. So yeah. it's in the skull method. There's a camera. Otherwise, the the skull is there is a brain in them because they're required to have their own intelligence by mechanicus law, so that you can't create an AI. Uh, however, they don't really have. Brain function, it has been slaved. You would see this while you were running. Uh, Mina, are you running as well? She's just gonna
5: follow Seth. She has like panic right. eyes and she's following Seth.
1: And Warden will follow <laughs> both of you as well because I think he's aware that he's not capable of interacting with the house leader for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, you'll notice they're they are following you from about four to six feet away. They are going around corners. They're clearly dodging things, but it seems like they're pretty mindlessly slaved to just follow you. Um, They're, they're not gonna be smart. They don't have an active controller. Mm -hmm. They're driving kind of under their own impetus and they've clearly been attached to you. You can see a laser sight from just above the camera is, is tracking on your jacket. It's floating around so that may be part of it. You're not sure exactly how they're following you, but that seems to be what you're dealing with.
3: Okay. Uh, then yeah, I'll have the cameras follow us. Uh, but the, the, the goal will be to get in and do the swap and not have them watch the swap get made.
1: All right. Uh, I will have both you and Mina. will roll uh, dexterity or agility. Uh, I would accept, depending on how you want to go about this, there's coordination, uh, which would be you just trying to dodge through and close the door just behind you. Um, skullduggery, okay. if you want to try to throw them off by going around a corner or by perhaps hitting one with the door on the way past.
3: Also, if you have a ranged weapon... You could just shoot them. You, I was thinking about that too. Um, can I put something out there?
4: Can always. I activate
3: my camellia line coating to go stealth and basically reappear uh, when my coat is on one of the other uh, guards when we switched?
1: Um. So you mean you would take you would run into the room with your coat on, and then inside the room you would take off your coat, put the coat on the guard, and then camellia line yourself to come out.
3: No, I'm trying to chameleon-line myself to lose the drone temporarily, so I don't have to worry about it following me around, and then it can catch me again because of my distinctive coat being worn by someone else.
1: Um, if you Here's the challenge. Are you dropping the coat or are you carrying the coat? Because the coat isn't concealed, right? It's the armor
3: that's chameleon-lined. Right. That's true. Yes. Yes. That's and that's how I've been playing it too. You're right. Okay. So never mind. I was I wasn't thinking.
1: Whereas if you wanted to take your coat off and toss that. it to Warden, you could chamele line yourself. Like there's those options too, because Warden, you don't have to hide. I just want to remind yeah, you guys yeah. that that is the one ace in the hole that you have. Nero isn't trying to hide because Nero's gonna be Nero the whole time. And Warden is straight up getting in the car and driving away.
3: Yeah. Um, no, that's that's actually smart. I'll I'll toss my coat to uh to Warden and I'll activate the the stealth on my armor.
1: Great. So, what checks do you want to do to try to avoid these drones? So I'd said you could do coordination, uh, you could do skullduggery, or you could do uh, ranged attack.
3: Can I ask for a stealth check? Or yeah, yeah, so I can I, do, do, do skullduggery as well. No, but... no, no you,
1: you've introduced stealth with the with the chameleon coding, so I think that's totally reasonable.
3: Okay. Because
1: for you, it becomes a stealth in a way that would not have been possible without the armor screwing yeah. with the sensors. Right, yeah. Uh, and uh, then Mina, what do you what, what's yeah. your strategy for yeah, ditching your servo do? skull?
5: Oh man, none of these are good for her. She's not sneaky. She's not like... And it's like her her impulse would be to just be violent with the Servo Skull. But I don't feel like that's not going to help. I almost feel like she might be abandoning this part of the plan and just waiting with Warden by the door. Because <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Maybe she can just come back with Nero and be... Okay. In the party.
1: So you are you are <laughs> counting on Nero to get you out of here. Yes. <laughs> You're gonna wait outside with Warden. Okay, Seth, let's just do your role then. Okay. Um what do you want
3: to set the difficulty at?
1: Difficult. Okay, here's the, if it was normal difficulty, it'd be it would be four to try to dodge one of these things. But you've got the mm-hmm. stealth and you screwed with the chameleon clothing and you gave someone else your coat, which is a lot to put on uh simple things. So I will say difficulty three.
3: Okay. Uh
1: I will give you so you already get boost for the chameleon cloak coding
3: right i'm just having a look at that right now cuz yeah that does give me something uh plus 2 advantage to stealth checks and plus 2 setback to detect me so if the, uh, okay. if okay plus 2 advantage um, to see
1: me and because of your crafty move with the coat i'm going to give you plus 2 boost uh for
3: the roll okay, okay. so uh, auto results
1: is plus 2 advantage cuz i think the advantage to a Camellia okay. line coding like it can make things slightly harder for a person to see it, but a person is looking for movement and a bunch of other things. You're doing that weird painted face track for facial Mm. recognition software. So it's worse for the servo skull. So yeah, add two boost for that.
3: Okay. Then I am, uh, excuse me. I am ready to roll. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Beautiful. Five successes.
1: Bam, Seth, you were into that coat room like a fucking ninja, uh, (laughs) and the door closes behind you. Uh, Mina, you're outside, so you're just stuck waiting while your servo skull circles. Uh, You can see the servo skull that was attached to or was tracking Seth is panic scanning the environment like frantically, like a fly, and then zooming Mm -hmm. back in on his coat, and then scanning the environment and zooming back in on the coat, but it's clearly uh, unsettled. Uh, And within. 30 seconds, another camera servo skull flies out and starts scanning uh, and then gives up and goes away. Uh, so clearly there are replacements if you just destroy a, scur- a servo skull, but there is a brief window of time where you would be without one. Uh, Nero, it's or, sorry, Seth, inside you find uh, the two Inquisitorial Stormtroopers. One is your height and rough rough appearance he's just a craggy kind of stoic guy in a similar yeah. outfit and their sister Mina's stormtrooper is standing there in her gear and they're like well, what's happening
3: uh, and, like, and um Seth will just say uh, uh your uniforms off now and, and I'll I'll uh, I'll reach like through the door and like just grab my coat out of Warden's arm and like throw it at the one guy like you're Greg, wearing so- this now He puts on the coat. He was always planning to dress like you. So this
1: check marks uh, your plan. So he's good to go. Sister Mina's Stormtrooper, however, is like, what do
2: you need me to do?
1: Why
3: isn't she in here? Obviously, you give your armor to me. Hang on. (laughs) And I'm just going to, like, peek out the door and be, like, looking for Mina.
1: (laughs) The servo skull turns and catches your face, uh, and it's racing
3: towards you. What do you do? (sighs) I I draw out my... uh, My bolter uh and i i try to shoot it
2: greetings fellow servants of the emperor it is i inquisitor lucius valentine and i am here to call you to step forward and serve the emperor as part of his immortal and blessed host it's a great day for you to join a patreon that's right Patreon.com slash dumdumdice is the perfect place for you to fund our little forays into saving, let's just say, the golden throne and all of humanity. Now, I know the thing that you're wondering is, what's in it for me? Because, and I mean this as pleasantly as possible, you're absolute heretical scum. What I am hoping for all of you is that you can redeem yourselves by receiving ad-free feeds where you are no longer plagued by random temptation, but instead can focus your attention purely on the Emperor. You can gain this ad-free feed for only $5 a month and receive other feeds as well to other alternate realities if you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. It's for the Emperor and will save your souls.
1: All right, uh, yeah let's roll so that'll be a a ranged uh, ranged light against difficulty two I am going to throw okay I'm gonna throw two setback on this just because uh, it's a servo skull they move very very quickly they dart around in unpredictable patterns okay
0: I know it's not like the same but I'm imagining like someone in the Tour de France like who's like gonna go take a shortcut and literally it's like the cameras on them and it's live TV. Just pull out a gun and shoot the camera. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: uh, and I'm going to use a story point to make this a uh, little harder for you.
3: Yeah. I'd like to do the same. Okay. If I can, I know we spent, one you can, there. you've got one. Yeah. Okay. It's not great. Let's see. Oh wow. Pretty good. The two setbacks actually came up blank, which, thank goodness. Three successes, one triumph, two threats. Triumph. All right. You get very lucky because of your
1: triumph. This is a bolter you're firing? Yeah.
3: It does have a silencer. Is it a bolt pistol or a bolter, just for my brain? Oh, uh, I think it's a pistol. Great. Uh, Bolt bolt pistol, pistol, yes.
1: That's fine. Uh... You are, as we've established, Seth, you are the ambush from the dark glass cannon boy. You are incredibly dangerous for a very brief period of time. However, this leads you with interesting habits. And one of them is that your bolt pistol has a semi-auto setting that will fire three shots instead of just one. You'd left that on because it's a good habit to be in if you only get one shot before you die. Uh, You, with your triumph, actually smash your servo skull And you peg Mina's in the distance within the burst, so both Servo skulls are shattered. Warden still has his camera, but his camera is aimed solely at him. And you and Mina are both out of the line of visuals for this.
3: Then Mina, wherever you are, yeah, she's gonna run. You you just hear like, and then you just hear Mina,
5: (laughs) and she takes off running towards that door, like she was she was looking for Nero, like Nero, save me. And then hears that and is like, boop, like like a puppy.
1: So uh, in a speed change, there's actually Inquisitorial Stormtrooper armor that you two can strap on. Mm-hmm. However, both of the Stormtroopers, now that they are in your dress looking just like you, uh, take off at the door uh, and they book it with Warden. So you won't be able to see what's going on there, but they've gone for the vehicle. Meanwhile, inside the main hall, Nero, you're trying to shove Krungus Marcus <clears throat> uh, into the blood samples or across the glass that you'd smashed on the floor. Yes, so- yes, correct. That would be, uh, I would accept athletics or if you wanted to do melee light, whichever you think you'd be using more of your training to do.
4: Definitely uh, melee light uh, because this is meant to be a full drunk stumble fly, not like an active push. If it looks like I'm shoving him, then like the day is lost. So this is like a half coming off the podium, like taking a step that isn't there full on like you know, drunk wedding guests going to stumble through the, the cake table uh, yep. ploy. Um, All right. So your difficulty for this will be
1: uh, three purple and one red. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use a story point to boost that to two red.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, what's our uh, story point situation looking like there, Ryan? Story point situation.
1: Uh, after that, uh, you have two and I have
4: three. Great. Uh, I'm gonna upgrade. I thought line. we
0: had three.
4: I spent one to break the the glass that I'm now shoving a man through. Next. I will. So right now, <laughs> as of this turn, just so you know, Laura, cause stuff gets missed here.
1: Y'all have one and I have four now. Aww. You're welcome. Right. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have any defense, so there's no setback cause he's not wearing armor mm-hmm. and you are pushing mm-hmm. a man with no shoes onto glass. Uh, uh, you
4: know. yeah clever retort doesn't really work here uh no so it might help fine. you afterwards but saying mean things won't make him fall no, down. no not at all uh okay that's fine uh i think that's all i can do um ooh, uh well i guess here's the only other case uh i can make uh ryan can i add a boost and take a wound
1: uh, that, yes, if you're if you're going to cut yourself as well, then you're not trying to avoid it. So it will make it less of a shove and more a you both stumble into it, yeah, but you're going to have to take the hit.
4: Yeah, that's fine. Um, I guess one question I would have for you that Nero would know is for my fancy, fancy Infinity Gauntlet of uh, blood testing, if the blood mixes presumably, it actually, it wouldn't matter because if my blood's in there and his blood is in there and it comes back, <laughs> homo novus. I know I'm not, probably. Um, so I assume that's fine. I just um, want to make sure I would know how the mechanics of this thing work. Uh, you're not hundred percent sure on whether or not it'll be
1: able to give the green light. It probably won't if it's got two samples in it. But if you bring that sample back, you do have the backpack version in your hotel room. So you could definitely run it through there and separate them out. Of no problem.
4: So, okay, fantastic. That I'll, I'll absolutely do that. Uh, this is, this is great. literally the mission. So, uh, happy to take the hit. So, uh, yeah. One wound, wound. Uh, yep. Cool. Great. Man bleeding for boost die okay uh so our total pool is one green two yellow two purple two red one blue yeah let's see what happens let's kick it holy shit one success i also had some advantage i could have spent but forgot about but one success i'll take it
1: yeah um, no, so yeah, you you get it. Uh, you knock him over. Uh, he does, uh, his, more so than him going down, you actually go down, which is why you take the wound. He's big enough that he stumbles back, but manages to stay on his feet. However, he leaves a couple of bloody prints behind him and it's easy enough for you to, it's not even, you have to be that subtle. He's busy having his feet yeah. hurt. You just run that thing along the floor. Or if you're feeling more limited after you hit the floor, you can kind of dip a finger in it and dip it in the cup and just sure. slide it shut. Uh, do you
4: want to run the test now or do you want to wait until you have the the separator later? Um if there's a chance of contamination from my blood I'll I'll wait. Um, okay. And I will also instead I think focus on the second part of the plan which is going oh emperor oh 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 hey 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 man look I'm I'm so sorry. Oh wow that podium's a lot uh, further up than, than I thought where's my heist crew what the fuck are you doing you made me bleed my own blood oh no, hey no. hey, man I, I'm really sorry uh, I fell off the, the, hey you're holy shit you're him aren't you, you are you're so Krunkus Marcus this is legally the two hours
2: where I can't kill you
4: oh yeah man no I get that I get that I'd kill me too if I was as big and cool as you are I'm really sorry I'm so sorry about that I gotta, I gotta find my heist crew I think Fine, you will do the stupid thing. I hope you lose. I hope you lose so bad that you die. Yeah, that's that's fair. You're 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 a good man, Krunkus Marcus. Thank you, thank you. And I'll just like do that awkward like servant leaving the room after spilling coffee on someone thing, where I'm like bowing a little bit too much and still like stumbling backward and like tripping on people because I also know I don't need to get to the car. Uh, so I'll just keep kind of doing that and being like, has has anyone has anyone seen a heist crew? You just, I need, you
2: hear Krungus turn to the person next to him, well, give me your data slate. And he opens it and he's like, I need you, if you get a shot to kill that fucking pretty Inquisitor, I want him to die.
4: Um, first of all, very touched that he said pretty. That's nice. Uh, second, um, just, uh, I'm like, uh, 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 re- remember he's sorry, uh, okay. Uh, and I'll just like stumble out into the hall. I know I have to come back in a minute, but mm. uh, I I can't just stand around in there for too long. So uh, I'll stumble out into the hall, and obviously no one's there, and just take like a deep breath, knowing that I've got one more one more blood sample. Uh, I just need to survive long enough to scan it. Great, Piper, you're still waiting.
1: Uh, you don't really. There was no system set up to tell you when they were going to arrive. Yeah. Uh, you did some scans, found a couple of small things. Is there anything else you'd want to do while you are just trapped inside this flesh monster, hanging out?
0: Um I mean, I don't really want to do much more psycher shit than what I've already done because like I'm I, I'm still trying to like limit it up op- limit opening my mind um to anything more. So, I think like Piper's probably just spending some time with Piper <laughs> um and reflecting on how to deal with the Nero situation.
1: That's reasonable. So what is bothering you about the near situation and how are you exploring the idea? Uh, There's not a consistent idea of a mind palace that we've seen in so many things, even we've referred to them in other shows. But psychers all have to build their own psychological structures to be able to protect themselves. They work in images. They kind of create their own landscapes or their own environments when they are in a meditative space. Mm -hmm. Where does Piper go to have this debate? And what is she looking at or interacting with? This is limitless because it she's got the gift where her mind can create anything. So rather than, for example, like the Dexter TV series where he sits and talks with his dad about what's going on, mm. Piper can very much do that while while meditating or anything. I don't want to limit it. I just want to be clear that yeah. there's a lot of structure there.
0: Ooh, that's interesting. I haven't thought of this yet.
1: Would um, you like me to come back to you in a moment?
0: Yeah, yeah, because I want I want to get this right, yeah.
1: And if you're looking for your subconscious or whatever, don't worry. You don't have to role play the subconscious you're talking to. That's my job, because I know oh, all that's the information nice. you nice. Thanks. Would know. Just wanted to take that pedal
4: off the gas. I think <laughs> that mm-hmm. would cause me if I was you. Hey, hey yeah, Piper, yeah. What, what are you thinking about? Oh, nothing, Piper. I'm just, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just you having to do two like sock puppet voices
1: in your head? Thank God. Seth and Mina, uh, you are fully ensconced in uh, armor now. Uh, There was stormtrooper armor as well as uh, house armor. I think I said you were getting the stormtrooper. Clearly you would get into the guard armor that matches the property. Uh, You do have helmets uh, like some of the guards do, the higher ranking ones. So clearly you can wander around looking more in sergeant capacity than otherwise, which means you have a silver helm with a, a... purple uh like mohawk attached to it the plume is worn by truncheon which is clearly the highest person but uh you've seen the the mohawk kind of brush roman style for there it does circle deep into your forehead giving you a v over the nose and then around your eyes and there are cheek guards as well so it actually does a pretty good job of disguising your faces seth obviously that's a little bit weaker for you because you have the most distinctive sociopathic eyes on the planet yeah um mina you do blend very effectively it keeps your hair uh out of the way Uh, The weapons that are available, you obviously have your own personal weapons. Uh, There are last locks available if you want to try to blend in with uh, the ceremonial weapons that are being carried around. There's also a man-portable last cannon. Just because you asked for it, it's there for you, Mina, so you could take that around as well. Uh, What weaponry do you want to bring?
5: Um, Mina will turn to Seth and be like, do you know how to fire a last cannon?
3: Hmm. (laughs) In theory, but... No first-hand experience
5: Well I could uh, carry it for you If you have interest
3: Seth uh, activates the uh, Like voice changer patch That we mm-hmm. talked about before Just like taps his throat And just a compl- like a wildly different voice Comes out uh, And he just says uh, uh, If you're going to lug that thing around You're going to be the one firing it
5: Never mind. She's just gonna take her normal, like melee weapons. And I guess take a gun for show, but
1: are you yeah. so are you carrying the shield?
5: I don't think you she can't carry the shield because it'll be too obvious. There's no way to hide that. So but she can t- she'll take the chain sword unless there's another unless the guards have a melee weapon. Um
1: they don't traditionally, but the chainsword I think you could get away with. There'd be mm-hmm. a way for you to kind of do a makeshift kind of like it's probably got that what, a scabbard of some kind right, that you right, probably right. wouldn't wear with your normal gear, but you could definitely have had that included or brought by the stormtroopers for here. So that yep. could be on your hip. Um, and then if you want to take, you've usually got a pistol, I think, or do you have no ranged weapon?
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has a pistol,
1: so. You could just take that pistol if you didn't want to take the rifle.
5: Okay, she'll just take her pistol and take the chainsword and leave those, the, or I, I suppose she could have given the, the shield to the guard, but...
1: It's too well, late do you want to not have the shield? It's up to you. I'm not going to say no either way.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nope, mean I, is greedy. I'm going to decide for all you right, based on all that, right, that so leave it.
5: We'll leave it in the room, but she's and not, not going to carry it. Yeah.
1: yeah, it'll be there so that you'll have that if you need it. Um, yep. Seth, I imagine you've got your regular gear. Are you going to carry something for cover? You've already got your bolt pistol anyways, which is appropriate from what we have seen of the sergeant class.
3: Yeah. Um, If there's a like a long gun to carry a rifle or whatever, he'll he'll have that just to complete the appearance, but he wouldn't drop any of his existing weapons. He's still going to carry on him like his discreetly placed like neurotoxins. He's got his forearm mounted plasma pistol. He's got his bolt pistol. Yeah. yep
1: so the bull pistol be at your hip the plasma is mounted on your wrist cover so you can just keep wearing that vambrance uh and you'll be carrying a last lock so again it looks it's the flint musket equivalent of a laser weapon okay very powerful but it takes a while for it to physically reload you have to put in a new energy cartridge every time so you literally have to crack it open th- chuck right. a cell put a new one in and go okay uh, you're not planning on firing it it's just to make you look like you got a rifle like everybody else yeah um what is your plan now? Are you going to go back in and watch the heist now that you know a lot of it's being televised? Are you going to skulk through the hallways? What is your intention? You'd never you never discuss what to do after
3: this. You know, from now until the the person shows up with the crown. My plan is to take up a um uh uh to take up a guard position near Gazi so that A, I can communicate with him with that signal and B, blend in because we are the house guard. Um, I think it's where we'd be most expected to be seen. Um, And it's out in the open. So I think it's also safe for us because we're hidden out in the open. Um, So anyone looking for us probably wouldn't be looking on the stage with the governor. Um, That being said, it was Seth's plan to have Mina up there with us as well. But if Mina feels compelled to go elsewhere, um, he'd be open to hearing it. But that's the plan. But why don't you check in with her as Seth And we can see where this goes Yeah, yeah. Uh, So yeah he he would just say um, Now we go to Gazzy As house guards We should be able to ride out The remainder of the heist there And then when someone brings What was it the crown in Presents it to Piper One of us can take it And give it to the real
2: governor
5: Yes sir She says and like gives a military salute.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very good. The two of you make your way back to the main room. Uh, I'd say you know enough of the hallways here to be able to figure out your path between the elevator trip there and the multiple times you have walked to this room. It's it's this ground floor is not designed to be confusing in any way. This is clearly the guests can't get lost by accident, so that if they get lost, we know they're trying to be spies. Portion <laughs> of the building, yeah. Um, so you you can make your way to the stage, uh, and you're heading there. Piper, you are upstairs meditating. What does that look like for you? Where are you at?
0: Um. So for Piper meditation, essentially she wants to like be able to explore her own mind without any um other intrusions from psychers. And so in order to protect herself, um, she's basically in her mind sitting in a black, like a blank black box, except that there's like has like a hexagonal it's basically a hexagonal prism she's in like a hexagon floor she's in and a hexagon like roof. And otherwise it's just like, basically like kind of like a cylinder hexagonal like cylinder around her that she just sits in. And that's because if there's any disturbance at all, there will be some sort of visual manifestation. There will something that will disturb her to tell her she's not alone Mm -hmm. in her mind. And, She essentially just like, um, she talks, (laughs) she talks to the emperor, but the emperor doesn't respond. It's essentially her like musing to herself into her tiny confined black space.
1: So I'm sure I've asked this before, but I'm going to ask it again because it's in a really specific area. How does Piper see the Emperor? Because Piper has seen the Emperor canonically because Piper has been soulbound. However, canonically, generally the Emperor is seen in the most meaningful and powerful way to whoever is looking at him. And it is blinding, literally, and physically to look at him. So what is the version and the sight of the Emperor like for Piper inside this space?
0: like a, it's almost like a star that's. it's almost like a star that's really far away, but it's like, it's close enough. It's brighter than like any other star that we have in our sky. It's tremendously bright. It's like blinding, blindingly bright. I imagine it's almost like if the astronomican were like to be put into like a single like pin, it's just like a single pinpoint mm-hmm. and it's like painfully, I think she sees it like painfully pure um, great, and perfect.
1: So what does she say? What are the thoughts going through Piper's head as she talks aloud um, to the emperor?
0: Being aware that she's not actually talking to the emperor. <laughs> um, she's quite casual uh, with him slash <laughs> herself. Um so, I think she starts off saying, okay, so, um, hello, uh, um, Holy Emperor, hello, um, it's, uh, so it's me, Piper. Uh, I just had something I wanted to, like, bounce off you just for some thoughts, because, like, it's really, like, weird, because, like, as, like, the Inquisition, were like, instruments, like, of your will, and we're supposed to be you know, have, like, all this authority, and, like, we're supposed to be, like, super reliable, except I'm now seeing that, like, someone who's supposed to be giving me orders, like, he might be kind of losing it, and I'm just, like, do I intervene? Do I not? Like, obviously, like, everyone else on the team has also seen that something funny is going on, except that, like, nobody's doing anything about it, like, I don't know if we can afford to do anything about it because like, it's such a tricky situation, but then like, I can't afford to not do anything about it. So I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Do you have any advice whatsoever? Love Piper.
1: And you you stare at the light and of course there is no response. But are, are you hoping for one? Are you sending for one? Or is this a passive, you write the letter and then go back to live your life?
0: Um, well, this is like, I'd like i like to be struck with some sort of inspiration. This is like actively like thinking through, I think she's like actively thinking through the possibilities.
1: All right, can you roll me a uh, a psycher test?
0: Yeah, so just a straight telepathic check. Yes. All right, what's my difficulty?
1: Um, Four.
0: Okay, and uh, am I doing the standard? No, 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 three, it's three, it's three, Three? sorry. Okay, am I doing the standard upgrade? Uh,
1: Yes, yes. Okay.
0: All right, good to roll?
1: Yes, this is also, to be clear, not one that would give you like perils. That's not what we're talking about.
0: Okay. One advantage.
1: One advantage. Um, you feel like there's inspiration just around the corner, just outside of the hexagon coming from that light that signifies the emperor, but it's just not getting through. You feel positive. like You, you can sense some emotions from it. Uh, it feels positive. It feels supportive. Uh, and it gives you a slight feeling that you are on the right path and that you should stay on that path.
0: All right. So (laughs) she just says to the white light, (laughs) so to be clear, all my thoughts are like, correct. So I'm right to be feeling the way I'm feeling. So what you're saying is I have to deal with this. All right, thanks, Emperor. Thank you.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, you could still feel uh, a pressure from the outside from where the Emperor is, but you know it would take greater effort to reach it or allow it through. Mm-hmm. Do you just want to shut down email? Uh, I don't, do you yeah,
0: I don't think, uh, Piper doesn't want to push outside of her black box. Fair enough. That's a no-no.
1: Then you have that positive stay on your path feeling, yeah. uh, and and you return to uh, the monstrous body that you were in, tragically having dropped your water cup. No more water for you. You're just sitting there alone, hoping maybe they will show up with someone for you. Meanwhile, downstairs, uh, Seth and Mina, you have made your way to the stage. The guards shift easily at a gesture from Truncheon after a subtle nod from Gazzy while he's inhaling Obscura through a glass pipe and just looks like a train wreck already. Uh, Seth, you're on the stage right side. Stage left is Mina. Mina, you end up actually in position right next to Truncheon Cranius. You realize he either has a crush on War or on you or on both, but he just seems very happy to see you there. He just likes having you around.
3: Uh,
1: at the center of the stage, yeah, Gazzy's a train wreck. S- Nero, sorry, I'm trying to keep track of multiple people in multiple environments, which is why my brain just froze for a second.
3: I Nero. keep answering to Nero anyway, so I'm not helping you.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, you are in the room, obviously. Uh, you can see on the screens that Warden, quote-unquote Seth and quote-unquote Mina are all booking it towards the vehicle. More servo skulls have swung out to join their following party that are catching them on tape. Uh, how are you reacting to the fact that, theoretically, they're going
4: to pull away without you? Oh, no. Um. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, I, I'll i come rushing back into the room, mad panic, um, and similar to my earlier just grab whoever is convenient, just start being like, Hey, 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 pal, 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 do you know, uh, do you know a shortcut? You know a shortcut to the, uh, uh, and I'll like look at the screens and just slowly, very much a, a man missing his plane, um, just be <laughs> like, um, and, oh, you know, no, all right, all right, you know what, you know what, I, 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 and I'll just, again, to everyone the same way they did with the pants, just like, I fucked up again, everyone, I fucked up again, so... Drinks on whoever's paying for him, am I right? And then I'll just like stumble over to the bar, uh, full on bender, being a human for the first time, uh, just like awkward dancing and be like, "Cool, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even on, not even in, in, in my vehicle, I'm not even, uh, not even going, not even going." So, I guess I'll hang out with uh, Hey, you. What's your name? i will just go to the, the first person I see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, this, yeah. Uh, you stagger up to uh, a man in. Uh, stormtrooper armor he's in the full uh, carapace armor uh, it's painted bright blue there are a number of brand new medals that have been stamped into the chest plate uh, and he pulls off his helmet and he's like and well, it's nice to meet you isn't it the name's Maximilian Phoenix uh, and he raises an arm and you see he has a full augmatic arm uh, it is slightly smaller than his regular torso it's very thin uh, can you roll me a perception
4: Nero Yeah. Yeah. difficulty yeah, yeah. 2 all right so that's gonna be and i never use perception what a treat um so i got two from my basic i got three from cunning amazing all right uh and difficulty two difficulty two all righty uh any setback or boost you can think of i can't think of any boost for this uh no i think i think this is just a straight roll this one's pretty yeah, clean great love it uh all it's right. party one success
1: Awesome. Uh, You glance down and realize that one of his legs has also been replaced with an augmented that is too thin to balance his body, but they're both clearly very expensive. And it takes you a heartbeat to put it together and realize that this must be the Bane uh, Suicide King who survived in the arena that you allowed to get treatment. So, taking in the man, uh, Maximilian Phoenix, uh, he has wavy, dark, shoulder-length brown hair with a thick mustache over his lip that has the word "Bane" just shaved into the mustache. Uh, he's about five foot seven, super jacked dude, but his one highly expensive, fancy augmetic arm and leg are both chicken thin. They're they're super strong and super expensive, but they are clearly meant for like an aristocrat who's not built like this. Uh, And he's like, so it's nice to meet you.
2: Are you the one that was in the arena as well?
4: Uh, Yeah, and I'll like flip my hair back um, a little bit. And uh, much like Patrick Bateman looking at a business card, I'm going to be darting my eyes at that mustache. And just Nero knows, you know, blonde hair, he can never grow a proper impressive one. So there's just a little bit, despite how dangerous this is, despite the clear threat just can't help but be a little bit jealous of that cool mustache uh but yeah I'll, he'll I'll, I'll you know flick my eyes down down to the mustache and back up his face and be like um yeah yeah i was with uh the sister of blood uh we got our asses kicked pretty badly
2: yeah i hear you at least your ass is still attached to you so i've been promoted apparently to chief of security for house bane well congratulations that's uh that's g- good on you Thanks, thanks, I came from the bottom of the hab, kinda of got my teeth knocked out by me mum, arm knocked out by me dad, but in the end of the day, you punch your way to the top, and then you just go to the arena and think you're fucking dead, but you come out of it, having, get shot by Eldari. Did you know, this arm costs as much as a whole building, which was intended for, for a tinier woman? Wait, uh, as much as a whole building?
4: What, can, what, can, can it? It like, suddenly Nero's very excited, he's like, can it, what can it do? Oh, yeah, check this out. And he just does a Henry Cavill reloading
1: his elbow. <laughs> and the whole front of the arm flips around, flowers out, and repedals back together. And you can see heating coils running along the edges. And you realize he has a melter gun built into his right arm. <laughs> so I can a, do this
4: now. That's a, I mean, I'm not sure how how fond you were of your arm, but that seems like a hell of an upgrade to me. Honestly, I'm okay with it because if anybody doesn't like my tiny arm, I can
2: give him an old blast. <laughs> you can give magic. him an old blast of the tiny arm. <laughs> I like this man. Drinks for us, and then he
1: he yep. orders drinks for the two of you. It's that weird water prom mix that has become very popular on this world. Yep. And then he looks over your shoulder and says, "Wait, isn't that your team up there?" And you turn back to see the servo skulls are following. The Inquisitorial Torox from behind as it races down the road towards. Uh, you can see from the other screens, you didn't have to check your data slate, so I'll just give you this for free. There True. is a warehouse in. Uh, it's just past the treasury in uh, the mercantile section of town that's clearly been donated. The prize is inside it. Uh, on each of the screens, there are little guides showing where people are relative to the city. However, you're seeing the Torox uh, tearing down the street, the Inquisitorial Torox. Uh, when it is struck in the side by a last cannon blast, just a massive burst of energy that spins the Torox sideways, uh, but due to some canny reinforcements by Nero, uh, does not take it down. However, the Torox recounts itself and begins heading forwards again when a giant 40k equivalent of a trash truck, just a giant box of iron, hurdles out of an alleyway and smashes into it, at which point the opening at the back of that truck opens and nearly two dozen soldiers jump out in skull shield gear, producing hell guns and just start pouring fire into it. And you realize you may have given enough armor to survive another heist team, but you may not have given enough armor to survive the vengeance of a daughter whose father you murdered.
0: This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter as interrogator Nero Abignale, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Seth Corbin, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter as Sister Roly and Mina, and our Game Master Ryan LaPlante at TheRyanLaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresies artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com, D E L B O R O V I C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chief Spy Jazz J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merch dice available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. they Imperator and death to all the heretics.
2: Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, The Half Blind Prophet,
1: Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Z. Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Friendly, Cameron Ezel Grandma Likes D and D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Gillan Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdum dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
5: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
0: From the team behind the award-winning Best Fiction Horror Podcast, Nightlight. A new audio drama that brings the southern folklore of True Blood and the cosmic horror of Lovecraft Country to your ears. You don't hear that, do you? Afflicted is a tale of hoodoo, a demonic book bound in human flesh, and natural disasters that are anything but natural.
3: Which grave did you get the dirt from? Which grave?
0: Afflicted, a horror thriller audio drama, coming this Halloween thanks to our Indiegogo
5: supporters. Subscribe now to get notified the moment the first episode drops. It's okay. the name.